This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hello and welcome to the Betting Weekly Extra Time League Our Show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book, with me, Rod Daly, ahead of round 25 in French football's top flight. Steve Wiss, James Easton, the familiar team, and a team flying at the moment. Uh, a brilliant week last week, especially for you, James. Let's start with you. Three picks out of three, not bad going. Yeah, three winners out of three last weekend, Rob. So we had a great week. They say, don't they, the sign of a good team is how they cope under pressure. Yeah. Um, you the Serie A boys, did they overtake us for one week, about three weeks ago? And then since then, we have pulled away at the top of the league table. So it. are going well. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, we're looking, in, we're looking in good shape. I think Steve... But what was the most pleasing thing to come in, James, last week? Well, it's probably the Lille bet, Rob. So I picked yeah. on Lille yeah. to have over 3.5 shots on target against PSG. And that came in in the first half. So we had a shot on target from Lille in the in the opening minutes of that game against PSG. So watching good the match, start. I thought, oh, this is this is looking good. So that was my my favourite of my winners last week. It was a good. I mean, it was a really good week. James is on fire. Um, seven winners in a row for James on this show. Uh, I had a profitable week as well, um, plus a half a unit. I chose the wrong bet with the Tour game. Unfortunately, the one nil win for them. Didn't do me any good. And I didn't even get a single shot from Ray and Cherky in the Leon fixture. But um, I was very pleased with the finish I had to the round. And, you know, the league table is looking very good for us in in terms of the Bet Rivers handicappers here. Uh, you know, I think Daniele is doing a brilliant job in Serie A on his own still. You know, the Premier League, we know there's been some really tough results uh, there recently. And a bit of a dark horse coming up. Watch out for Ruri Barlow in that uh, Spanish La Liga. He's in great form. I think the La Liga show is a, definitely a dark horse for the rest of the season. Um, well, I'm seeing Daniela later, by the way. So I'll have a word and say, you're losing it. The, the, the League Hub boys have got you. And uh, the reason is because we are 23.16 units up for the season. Top of the betting weekly handicappers league table. Syria on 12.41. Um, so look, this show is absolutely flying now. The best performing show on the Bet Rivers Network. Uh, despite that... Uh, the standout game of the weekend involving Marseille and Paris Saint-Germain, uh, the top two in France, and um, the biggest game right now in French football. We can't find any value. We don't have a pick for the listeners, Steve. Yeah, I, I, I almost feel like apologetic here because the biggest game of the season, um, and we haven't got a pick. Um, I did search high and low for, for a selection. I've got to be honest, Rob. Every single market, I went right through it. I couldn't even find a half unit pick, which I really liked. 
I think it's such a tough game. I mean, if we look at the prices here, um, you know, Marseille are a slight underdog, which is probably fair. Um, you know, this is a sort of fixture now. I know PSG are not in great form, but um, you know, Marseille in the past have sometimes bottled this game. Now, I do know, you know, in the Coupe de France recently, they they claimed a, a, a win against PSG at this very venue. That's going to help their confidence. But a league match is a lot different. I thought about, you know, maybe Marseille on a Tino bet or a zero Asian handicap. I thought about taking the goals, um, but the line is at over three goal line, which, you know, that could easily end a push. And then, of course, I looked uh, into the card market because I feel like this game will get potentially ugly and there'll be a few rough challenges going in. But frustratingly, and I'm going to talk about referees quite a lot in this show, Clement Turpin is the referee again for this fixture, second uh, time this year. And and I hate this referee because he just doesn't give any cards out at all. You can get away with everything. He has the lowest yellow cards per game average of of the significant referees um, this season in Liga. And he doesn't usually give many penalties away or even many red cards, although he actually did give a bit of a harsh red in the previous game. So the card lines at four and a half. If I had a few conkers, you'd probably go under the card line. But um, I don't know. I mean, if I had to give a prediction here, let's, I'm going to predict a one-all draw. But from a betting perspective, I just couldn't find any value. And look, experience tells me if you can't find it, no bet. Yeah, I think that's fair. I couldn't find anything on this game either, Rob. So just to put the betting to one side on this match from a footballing point of view purely it's a massive massive game this at the top of the table for people who may be casual league one followers PSG are five points ahead of Marseille at the top of the table so if Marseille win this game at home in front of a sellout crowd of around 65,000 then they're only two points behind PSG um, and they'll feel like we have a title race so this is almost decisive as regards, will we get a title race in League One this season? A huge game for those fans down in Marseille to see if they can give us an exciting and entertaining title race for the remainder of the season. But like Steve, I couldn't find a pick on the game. So it's, it's one to watch, I think, as, as fans rather than looking for a pick. Well, let's see if our listeners uh, can find any value uh, going into the biggest game of the weekend. But we are going to talk about seven games in France. So we're going to try and rattle through them and and, and get through them. And we want both the guys' thoughts as we get through each game. Um, so we are going to start uh, with with Leon, who lost. I mean, they took the lead at Auxerre and were beaten 2-1. Auxerre in the, they're still in the bottom three in the in the league on table. This week, uh, they take on uh, another struggling side in Auxerre. And this is your pick, James. So let's get going. Your first pick of the show. Yeah, my first pick of the show here is on Lyon to win the match um, away at Angers. They're a very short price to do so. So I'm backing Lyon uh, to win it on the Asian handicap with a minus 0.75 goal start, which is available at minus 121. I have very little faith in this Lyon side, and I'm not a particularly big fan of Laurent Blanc as their manager at the moment. I don't think he's doing a great job. However, I was happy to back Leon this weekend. Nothing fancy about this pick. Nothing clever. It's simply on just what a poor side Angers are. Uh, they're really, really, really weak side. And I think that Leon, for all their own problems and their own inconsistency, they have so much quality in their team compared to Angers. They really should win this match. Somehow they should win this match. Even if Alexandre Lacazette is out injured, as he was last weekend, we know he's returned to training this week, light jogging, but I think the latest reports are Lacazette 
is likely to be still missing for Leon. Even without him, I think they should have enough to win here because Angers are so poor. Now, just a few of the stats on Angers, which have led me towards the Leon pick. They're bottom of the table. They've only got 10 points this season. They're 10 points from safety, so they're almost down already. They've lost 18 out of their 24 league games Ugh. this season. I mean, it's a terrible record, 75% loss rate. And it's as simple as that, Rob. I think that Leon, if they turn up and they play even 70% of their potential with the players they've got available, they should win this match. They should have enough quality to win this match. I think that there have been games this season where Leon haven't played well, but have had enough individual quality to win against weaker sides. We saw that not too long ago when they went to Ajaxio. Didn't play particularly well, but facing another weak side there, they got the three points. And you could argue they failed to do that last weekend when they lost to Auxerre. Yes, that is true, because Auxerre are one of the weakest sides in the division. But in a funny way, I think that will make it even more likely that they'll win here. I don't think Leon would lose two games in a row against bottom four teams. I think they're too good for that. And Angers are a weaker side anyway than Auxerre. So this is... For me, the easiest away game Leon will have all season facing Angers. Really, really poor team. Poor again last weekend. They lost 2-1 at Strasbourg. Didn't play well in that match. I don't think they think they can get out of trouble at the bottom of the table. So it's as simple as that for me, Rob. It's a case of too much quality from Leon, And with the Asian handicap pick, minus 0.75 goals, as long as Leon win, then you'll make a profit. So pretty straightforward for me. That's Leon minus 0.75 on the Asian handicap, and that's available at minus 121. I think we're just counting down the days, aren't we, until we cash on our futures bet on Angers to be relegated, uh, James, yeah. really. You can bet your bottom dollar that Ray and Cherky probably scores in this game after the pick last week that I had. He's only plus 225 for this fixture, though. That is how poor Angers are. Um, so it's very, very difficult to argue against this selection. <laughs> Uh, well, Angers have lost 14 of their last 16 in Liga. They've picked up a couple of draws recently, um, but bottom of the table, and as the guy said, destined uh, for the drop. Leon, ninth. Ninth in the table at the moment. Mm. Um, okay, let's go to Steve's first pick of the show. Nantes versus Rennes, Steve. Yeah, this is actually my favourite pick of the week. Um, it's my most confident pick of the week, and the bet is over three and a half cards. At minus one fifteen. Um, not often that I've taken cards this year on the show. No. This this is a big game, Rob. A lot of the listeners and viewers might not realise it. I, I actually think this is probably the fourth biggest rivalry in France, behind um, behind PSG Marseille, probably behind Lyon Saint Etienne, and probably behind the Corsican derby as well. This is a big derby of Brittany. Two teams absolutely hate each other. So when that happens, you're already thinking about cards, aren't you? And Absolutely loving the referee appointment for this game, Jeremy Pinyard, and he is a card machine. He averages, uh, he's <laughs> given out 4.42 yellows this season, <clears throat> the most of any referee in Liga. The next nearest to him is 4.08. He's miles clear at the top of the yellow card chart. He averages one red every three games. He averages nearly one penalty per game, which is incredible, actually. Um, this This man... I mean, he may as well work at Clinton's. That's a bit of a UK joke, isn't it? But um, he... <laughs> Sorry, you do have to say Clinton's is a card shop. I don't even know if it exists anymore. Does Clinton still exist? I think it does, yeah. <laughs> I think it does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he really does. He does belong there. Um, I've watched him. He actually did this fixture in 2021 
and he dished out five cards and he he gave two of them out inside the first 25 minutes. He's that sort of ref. He he likes to get involved very early, stamp his authority on the game. Um, and this fixture, as, as, as you may um, expect, there's been a lot of uh, cards in it. In five of the last seven meetings, head-to-head meetings, there's been at least four cards. The last couple of meetings have actually been surprisingly low for cards, but if you just look at the referee appointments for it, Florent Batter did the um, the game earlier in the season, one yellow and one red. He's not a referee known for giving many cards out. So, you know, Jeremy Pinyard, this guy, as I say, he just loves to dish the cards. I can't believe this card line is over, only over three and a half at minus 115. I think it's great value. There should be at least four cards in this game, but I'm expecting five or six the way that he referees contests. Yeah, it should be very entertaining, this match as well. I think Ren away from home are generally a great watch because when they're away from home against a team below them in the table, Ren are one of those sides who absolutely go for it. I think they should get all three points. And it's a derby, so they'll be pushed to do that anyway. Um, yeah, I think it it's, it should be an entertaining match. I can, I can certainly see cards because, as Steve says, this is a game between two sides. So there is a rivalry there. And, um, yeah, it should be uh, it should be quite a feisty encounter, I think. I think there should be a task to listeners because obviously people get in touch with you guys on Twitter. We need an American. What is the American equivalent of Clinton's? And then we can put that in the middle of the referee's name. So who's that referee again, Steve? Jeremy Pinya. Jeremy Pinya. So Jeremy Clinton's Pinya for, for, for now. Uh, 13 versus fifth. That is Steve's first pick of the show. Uh, let's go to uh, Clement Strasbourg. I feel we've done a lot of Clement recently. Uh, James, what's caught your eye here? Yeah, I love these games, Rob, where the away side are are the underdogs, which often happens, obviously, in football. But I, I look at the prices and I think, actually, I think the away side should be the favourites here. And, and this is one of those games. So Claremont versus Strasbourg. Claremont's are favourites to win this match. Strasbourg are the underdogs. Slight underdogs, not a huge amount in the prices. But I look at this and I, I actually see this the other way around for various reasons. So my pick on the game is Strasbourg. Uh, with a zero goal start on the Asian handicap at plus 120. So this is the same as the draw no bet pick. You're back in Strasbourg, zero Asian handicap, which means you'll get your stakes back if the game ends in a draw. And if Strasbourg go on and win the game, then you'll make a profit. So very quickly, just to run through the reasons I think Claremont should be underdogs here. They're in very poor form. They've lost their last three games uh, in a row. Um, They haven't won in their last five. And Crucially, they haven't actually scored in their last five. And when you look through the Claremont side and the squad, there are so few goal scorers in their squad, you actually wonder how they've managed to get themselves into a comfortable mid-table position because there's not a player in this in this Claremont squad who's scored more than four goals mm. this season. And that lack of quality in front of goal, I think, is, is finally coming home to roost now and is a big factor, obviously, in the fact they're struggling to win games. So I have very little faith in Claremont generally, on top of that, they go into this game without three players who would definitely start um, if they were fit. Two of their back three, they play with a back three, are out injured. Uh, that's Seydou and Kofries. And even more importantly, Johan Gastian, their playmaker, we think is still out for this match. He's a player we've flagged up before. It's very important for them. So they've got team news problems, team news problems as well going into this game. And then on Strasbourg, well, I picked them last week to win against Angers, which they did, which was largely down to the change of manager they had before the game last week. They've appointed Frederick Antonetti as their new manager to mm. try to steer them away from the relegation zone. He got off to a good start. They deserved that win last weekend, albeit against Angers, who are a weak side. 
But I think they will carry momentum from that match into this game. And I think if you look at the two teams on paper, even though Strasbourg are below Claremont in the table, Strasbourg are a better team. They just haven't really shown it this season. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fancying them to improve over the weeks ahead. Now they've got a new manager in charge. And one player I want to flag up here, Rob, for Strasbourg, I don't think we've talked about before, is Habib Diallo, who is their main, main goal scorer. He got both goals in the win against Angers last weekend. Habib Diallo, I think, is the reason that Strasbourg will avoid relegation this season. So he's on he's on 12 goals for the season and only one penalty. And this is a player for a side who've been down at the bottom of the table. It's a, a remarkable total because he's not always started matches. First half of the season, he was often coming off the bench because Ludwig Ajork was the main striker. He left during the January window. If you look at Diallo's non-penalty goals per minute record in League One this season. It's actually better than Balogun's at Reims. It's better than Jonathan David at Lille, and it's better than Alexandra Lacazette's at Lyon. So here we've got a player in Diallo whose goals per minute record in open play is absolutely fantastic. The two goals he got last week against Angers were very good. A great first-time finish. So he's in really, really smart form. And I think that Diallo could well be the difference this weekend. And I think for the rest of the season, Habib Diallo in attack for Strasbourg is the reason that they should avoid relegation. So he's also a player to look out for in the goal scoring market. I know Steve is far more of a specialist in that market than I am. He's made some great tips on scoring on players to score in games this season. But yeah, Diallo's one to look out for. And Strasbourg, I think with him in the side, should at the very least avoid defeat this weekend. So the pick is Strasbourg. Zero Asian handicap at plus 120. I thought this would be one of your picks, James, this week. I had you nailed on for this one. It's an interesting one, isn't it? We've got Antonetti and Diallo, former Mets players and manager. Uh, Mets and Strasbourg, massive rivals, by the way, for those who don't know. And and they may well combine to save Strasbourg this season. Yeah. He's, he's plus 235 to score any time this week, if you fancy that one, James. Yeah, it's a good price. I remember when he went to Strasbourg a couple of years ago, he, I think he got outed for having answered a text as a former Mets player and said Strasbourg was not his first choice of club to go to mm. and caused a bit of consternation. Ooh. It was a slight surprise he went there. I think Mets at the time were asking for huge money from Premier League clubs who were interested in Diallo and they tried to add a premium on because it was Premier League and that didn't happen. And then as a default, he had to take the best offer in France, which was Strasbourg. So it was a strange move for Diallo as a as a Mets player. You're right, Steve, if they... <laughs> They say Strasbourg, it will um, cause some consternation over there. But he's certainly, yeah, he's certainly settled and he's delivering this season. He's been he's been fantastic for them. He was in the right place at the right time for his goals of the weekend, wasn't he? Super run for the first and uh, instinctive header for the second. So that's 12th versus 15th and a compelling case from James as to why the team 15th in the table should actually be favourites uh, for that one. So let's see if you get any value at home from that match too. Steve, let's do a couple of yours here. Uh, you've got a half-unit pick mm. for Monaco-Nice, which is another great game this weekend. So let's have that, and then we'll get on to Ram Toulouse. Yeah, this is a half-unit pick. It's a little bit more of a complicated pick than normal. It's a same-game parlay, and I'm combining three selections here in a game, and it is uh, over four-and-a-half cards in addition to both Nice and Monaco to have over one-and-a-half cards each. And that pay, it's plus 170, and this is a half-unit pick. So I need, we need five cards in the game, and we need 
both teams to have at least two cards, which is very doable because this is another local derby match, a spicy game and a perfect referee appointment. Again, Benoit Bastien is in charge for this fixture and he actually ranked second in the referee table for cards uh, this this season. I actually feel like of all the refs in, in, in Liga who are regularly on duty, he's the man who's most in love with himself. Um, he loves to make the game more about himself rather than the actual players and the teams. Um, like seriously, I feel like sometimes if a match is going quite quiet and, and nothing's going on, he'll just randomly bring out a card to wind someone up. He's, he's that That's sort of guy. <laughs> That's just my. This is my own personal opinion. No, I love it. I love it. Steve. This is my own personal opinion. But I mean, you watch referees, Rob. <laughs> it's, they're fascinating to watch. Absolutely fascinating. A lot depends how they're feeling on the day. I ignore them course. to be honest. I never. It's brilliant. It's... You watch them. It's incredible. Sometimes it really is. And Bastian. I mean, the only worry for me is that he gave two, he gave two red cards last week in the Trois Montpellier game. It almost like is that his fill for the month. I feel like he's the sort of referee who has to give a red every now and then just to keep himself satisfied. I scratched my itch last week by sending off Yeah, he scratched his itch, but he's going to love this game. It's a local derby, two teams that hate each other. And, you know, I think it's going to be spicy. I think the atmosphere for once is actually going to be there at the Stade Louis Deux. Not often we can say that, but it's the one game where I think that the Nice fans are going to make themselves heard. And, you know, Nice have actually been remarkably clean under Didier Degas since he took over. But I feel this is the sort of game he's going to let them loose off the leash, get stuck in boys, local derby, do it, you know, for the fans and um, perfect referee appointment. As I say, I think there's at least five cards in the game and you may as well just add this same game parley in half a unit at plus 170. Yeah, why, Steve? Because that must shave a bit off the price, does it? It adds more to the price. Yeah, I mean, it's plus 110 for over four and a half cards, but plus 170 if we get two Ah, each from either side. Yeah, I just, I mean, I can't see it one side getting five cards and the other getting none or four one split. I think if there's going to be five cards, there's got to be two on each side at least. Why does it, I might be being stupid here, but it sounds like you're adding jeopardy to the bet. Oh, so that gives you the bigger price. Yeah, gives me the bigger price. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if it goes under five cards, I probably would lose anyway with the with the other part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You'd expect that to come in if there are five cards. Yeah, this this guy, you know, Pinar's the manager at Clinton's cards. This guy's the assistant manager um, who wants to take over. So, yeah. (laughs) I tell you what, I'm 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 glad Steve is here to. survey the card markets because like you rob i just completely ignore the referees i know who clement turpan is and a few of the others yeah so yeah same yeah i'm just never really across it i've got to say that steve mentioned the atmosphere there because obviously monaco generally have quite small crowds at their home stadium they don't have a huge fan base at home although they actually do very well away from home to monaco but i think yeah it'll be a fantastic atmosphere here i read something the other day that uh nice's allocation of around two thousand tickets i think it was two thousand tickets sold out in a couple of hours for this match because France for us over here in Great Britain is a huge country geographically. You very rarely have sides who are near each other. This is a very easy journey along the Riviera in France, about 30 minutes in the car. So you always get a big away following uh, from Nice when they they go to Monaco. And particularly for this match, they'll be up for it because they're in great form. They go into the game, Mm. do Nice playing really well recently and getting good results under DDA Degard, who is still the interim manager. So it will be a great atmosphere. And we know that often in a derby, a great atmosphere with two sets of fans can often lead to uh, 
more aggression on the pitch and more chaos, cards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, more chaos. Yeah. So I think the fact that we we know already we're going to have a good following of of Nice fans should contribute to this being a good pick. Uh, yeah, Nice have won four in five. Uh, their four game winning streak ended by Will Stills Rams uh, last weekend, and that brings us nicely to uh, pick number five on the show. Full unit here, Steve. Yeah, I'll try and be quick here because I've been doing this sort of uh, pick on to lose games a lot recently. Over 2.75 goals at minus 107. I'm basically, I'm riding this bike until I fall off it with to lose overs. Although next week they've got Clermont, so I'm not sure so much about that one. But um, 11 of the last 14 games have ended over two and a half goals. We know how to lose play. Their style is not going to change any week against anyone. They're, they're comfortably mid-table now. There's no pressure on them. They're going to enjoy themselves. And this Rams team, actually, they beat Rams in a cup recently. The only team to beat Will Still since he's took over in charge. Will Still is still unbeaten in the league. So he's going to want a bit of revenge here. Now, Will Still has had four nil-nil draws for Rams, but they've all been uh, away from home. Most of them have been away from home. In his home games, um, results have been 2-1, 1-0, 3 1-0 against Nice, which I'm almost writing that off. 4-2 against Lorient and 4-0 against Troyes. So I think we've got two teams, basically. It's going to be a good clash. The cup match recently ended 3-1 to uh, Toulouse. Um, no real pressure on them. They can enjoy themselves. There's plenty of goal scorers in both teams. And uh, I think there's at least three goals in the game either way, Rob. And, um, I mean, I would lean towards Rams, but, um, you know, Toulouse maybe after the other week um, in the Cup are going to gain a bit of confidence. So, yeah, it's just over 2.75 goals. Rams against Toulouse, minus 107. Yeah, very okay. quickly on that. If you watch the Toulouse game against Marseille last week, and it, 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 it lays bare exactly what Steve's saying there. They could have played that game differently, uh, could Toulouse having gone 1-0 up in that match, and they didn't <laughs> continue to play the same Gung-ho football pushed by a big crowd and it ended it ended 3-2 to Marseille. So there's been so many games like that recently with Toulouse where you get goals from, from both teams. All right, so that pick again, Steve? Yeah, over 2.75 goals at uh, minus uh, 110. Okay, James, your final pick of the show, Lorient versus uh, Auxerre. We've talked about Auxerre on the show, so what have you seen? Yeah, this is also an over goals pick. It's over 2.5 goals, which is available at minus 106. I saw this price and I thought this is this is too big. I think the odds on over 2.5 goals in this match should be shorter because I think the chances of over 2.5 goals um, are bigger than the market suggests. And and really, Rob, you can you can do this pick and justify it and back it up purely on the stats. So I've got some stats here on Overs in games involving these two sides this season, 17 of Lorient's 24 League One matches this season have had over 2.5 goals. That puts them joint top in the division for over 2.5 goals games. And 13 of Auxerre's 24 League games have also had over 2.5 goals. So if you combine those two figures, you're looking at 30 out of 48 League games have had over 2.5 goals, and that is 63% of all games involving these two sides. Now, 63% in terms of odds would translate as minus 170 or 1.6 in European decimals. And we're getting near evens. So there's a huge amount of value, in my opinion, on overs, just looking at those stats. And then if you look at the home and away games, which are relevant here, so Lorient's home games and Auxerre's away games, nine of Lorient's 12 home matches have had over 2.5 goals. 
And eight of Auxerre's away matches, eight of 12, have also had 2.5 goals. So actually, when you look at the Lorient home games and the Auxerre away games, the chances of over 2.5 goals goes even higher. That's up to 71%. So I think on the stats, when you look at the price here of around evens, which is 50% chance of over 2.5 goals, I think the price is great opportunity to back, back it. And then if you look at the way the two teams have played recently, I think there'll be a good chance of goals here. Lorient won 3 0 at home to Ajaxio last weekend with a very positive performance. Crucially, they kept attacking at 2 0 and 3 0 up. They had a goal disallowed at 3 0. They kept going. There were some good saves from the Ajaxio goalkeeper to keep it at 3 0. I think they'll play the same way here against another side who are below them in the table. And we know Auxerre are in the relegation battle and need points. And I think they'll have to attack at some point because I think they're going to concede. So I think everything here is pointing towards the game having three or more goals. Uh, so that's my pick. It's over 2.5 goals and it's available at minus 106. OK, let's get on to the final game of the show then, which is Ajaxio versus uh, Trois. And the final pick is uh, Steve's full unit pick here, Steve. Yeah, over 2.25 goals, Rob. My favourite goal line to back overs. So if it's two goals exactly, we only lose half. Uh, this is one of my theory games, Steve Wiss theory game. Two very poor teams playing against each other, both desperate for points. And often these sort of games can lead to goals. And um, there's actually, surprisingly, some decent stats to back it up as well. Eight of the last 10 Ajaxio games have all uh, contained at least two goals, which might surprise a few people. And um, just look at Toir's, uh, Toir away record under Kisnorbo. They they beat Strasbourg 3-2. Um, they lost 5-1 at Lille, lost 4-1 at Toulouse, 4-0 at Rams. Mm. I mean, I'm amazed Kisnorbo's still in the job. I mean, he might not be in the job by the time this match kicks off. I think they've got to get rid of him. They off, they're just offering nothing. It took a red card last week for the players to wake up. But I feel like both teams have got to swing hard here. Like, they're going to look at this fixture and think, we've got to win the game. You know, you don't get many chances to play teams around you. And... Um, Ajaxio have lost seven of the last eight games, but they will always fight really hard at home. And, um, you know, I actually think Ajaxio are going to win this fixture, to be honest, Rob. I think um, you could do worse than backing them because Twa just look at nothing um, under Kiz Norbo. But Twa do have the better squad. Let's just say that. They've got the better players. They've got the better offensive players, definitely. Someone like Mama Balde. So if, they, if the Twa players can actually be bothered to turn up here, then they should be good enough for at least one goal. Um, but I, I really think both, they can't settle for a draw. A draw's not good enough for either. So um, when that sort of thing happens, this usually leads to, to high-scoring games. I love taking matches like this at this stage of the season when I feel like there's a massive desperation on both sides mm. to get the win. It's just my sort of thing. Um, you, you know, sometimes you can get a oh, shocking game and it ends nil, nil, nil. But nil, nil does nothing to either team here at all. So... Um, yeah, I like this goal line. Over 2.25 goal line. I feel like the goal line should be higher here. So I'm expecting actually quite an open game where both go for it. Over 2.25 goals. And the price for this one is minus 105. I was going to say, I think as well, watching these two teams and some of the other teams down at the bottom of the table at the moment, you don't actually need them to be playing that well to be contributing goals in games. I think the defending <laughs> on the Twa goal that they conceded last week against Montpellier was, was terrible. And we had one of these games recently. I can't remember if either of us tipped on it, but we had Angers Ajaxio recently, which yeah. was a poor game. Hardly any quality attacking play that you'd want to re-watch on video and it ended 2-1 because there was mistakes and they they both knew that they wouldn't benefit from getting a point. They both went for it. So it could well be one of those matches where you get the goals almost without any good football. 
Ajaxia 12 conceded 98 goals between them in the league this season. Two That's of the how worst they bring up the century. Yeah. Okay, there More. we go. There's the uh, there's the seven picks uh, for this week. And, of course, I'll chat on Marseille PSG. That is all we have time for on the Betting Weekly Extra Time League. Our show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Thanks to James and thanks to Steve. A reminder, all prices are available at the Bet Rivers website. And we'll be back swiftly for round 26. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.